Hello and welcome to Infinite Use blog post podcast for the week of Monday, January 13th, 2019, the year of fear or faith. I love times of reflection. Looking back on a period of time and recognizing how far you've come is something I love doing, not only because hindsight is 2020, but because I feel like it gives me a certain sense of faith and trust in the universe when I can look back and realize that life always has a funny way of working itself out. As we roll into a new year, it's the perfect time for many of us to reflect. And for me, I realized that 2019 was a massive year for my family and I. There was a lot of change, a lot of uncertainty, and the potential to spend a lot of time in fear, wondering how everything would work out. Lucky for me, I try not to let fear control me anymore. Although I had to work really hard to ensure my mindset didn't slip into those old patterns again, which is exactly why I feel like this was such a big year for me. I could either choose to live in fear or I could choose to live in faith. Let me start from the beginning of the year and please know that some of these examples I share might seem silly to you because to be honest, in hindsight, some of these seem silly to me too. But at the time, these were real fears, real struggles that I had to surrender to the universe and simply trust that everything would work out just fine. In February of 2019, we moved back to our town after selling our home on the outskirts and settled in a rental house while we searched for our forever home. This same month, our middle daughter also got her full driver's license. Both of these scenarios were great for our family. Moving meant my son was closer to his friends, I was closer to work, and all of us were excited about the change. This was the beginning of my faith challenge, as the move meant my son's bus no longer picked him up at the end of the driveway. He now had a 10-minute walk every morning just to get to his stop. In hindsight, I agree this worry seems silly. I mean, it's second nature now, and I don't give it another thought. But at the time, I'd gone from watching both my kids get on their school bus each morning, knowing that they would get to their final destination, to both of them leaving the house, one to walk to a stop and the other to drive herself, not knowing for certain if they got to school okay. It's hard not to worry about these new adventures in your kid's life. Part of me would love to keep them in a bubble, safe from harm, but I know that they have their own journeys to take part in, and me holding their hands every step of the way is only necessary for a very small part of that. I had to remind myself that worrying about them wasn't going to make them any safer, and I had to trust that they too were always being guided and cared for by the universe. Fast forward a few months to April, and Hubs and I find our dream home on the lake. I wrote a whole blog about this back in the summer, but to quickly sum up, we find our home, we fall in love, make an offer, and all of a sudden, four more offers come out of the woodwork. Four! Damn house had been on the market for over a month now with no bites. I swear, if you ever need your house sold, just have Hubs and I come and show interest in it. Guaranteed an offer generates shortly after. (sighs) I digress. Certainly, Clearly, this was not the first time that this has happened to us. And the previous four times we had found ourselves in this situation, we were not aggressive enough with our offer and ultimately ended up back in the hunt. Now, y'all know me by now and know that I'm a firm believer and if something doesn't work out, it's only because the universe has something better in store for you. This is a hard mentality to hold on to when you feel like you're constantly getting let down. But I had to believe that this situation would be no different and trust that if our offer wasn't accepted, It was because there was a more amazing house on the lake waiting for us, even though I really, really wanted this one. The day the five offers were being presented, I literally went to work and had an out loud conversation in my car with the universe that went something like this. (sighs) 
Okay, universe. Today's the day we find out if our offer is accepted. Although I will likely still be disappointed if we don't get this house, I do trust in your plan for us and will know deep down it's for the best. I surrender this to you to take care of from here. Sounds a little kooky, I know. But hey, have you met me? And that was it. I surrendered it to the universe and knew that no amount of stressing, panicking, or worrying would change the outcome. The best part is, not only did we get the house, we found out afterwards that we were the lowest offer. But we had a quick close date and no conditions, and that sealed the deal. Faith. Moving right along, we roll into summer, and my son, who has just turned 12, just wants to ride his bike to school. I struggle with letting go, especially with my baby, but I love his independence and his enthusiasm, and so I agree. Distance-wise, it's about three kilometers from our house to school. He would have to cross over a fairly busy highway that doesn't have crosswalks and ride down a windy hill that has no sidewalks. Talk about testing my faith. We do a couple trial runs. Yeah, I said it, trial runs, meaning for a couple nights, I let him ride his road to school on his bike while I slowly followed in my car pulling over randomly to watch him in my rear view mirror catch up, making sure he's using proper bike safety and randomly yelling out the window things like, you didn't even look both ways back there, or way too far on the road, tight to the shoulder, tight to the shoulder. Sure, it sounds funny now, but this was a big step for both of us and a huge responsibility for him that I wasn't about to let him take lightly. I'd be lying if I said I didn't worry. I'm still a mom. I will always worry about my kids, but I can't let my fear stifle their growth either. I made him text me every day when he got to school, so I knew he was safe. And the days that those texts didn't come through, I calmly drove to school before work just to make sure I could see his bike locked up in the yard. You know, for peace of mind. Just because I have faith doesn't mean I go out of my way to release my fears. A mom's got to do what a mom's got to do. And then... Just as I'm getting comfortable with this whole letting go thing and being so proud of watching my kids grow up to be pretty incredible humans, our oldest daughter tells us that she wants to travel the world, buy a one-way ticket to Australia, and see where life takes her over the next year. Oh, come on, universe. For real? Ugh. If it was your kid, I would be able to see the excitement, adventure, courage, and independence this brings to a 22-year-old's world. But it's not your kid. It's mine. And although I was more than supportive, I was not all that gung-ho to watch her leave for at least a year, halfway around the world. My mind was running rampant with this one. Although now that I think of it, I'm not so sure it was fear for her. She's a smart kid and she has such a good head on her shoulders. I know deep down that she's going to be fine and about to embark on this experience of a lifetime. I'm beyond proud of her and what she's created for herself. I think what I was feeling was a fear of change. And this was a big one. All my babies were growing up. But when I realized that that's a privilege denied to many, I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity to watch them spread their wings. Rolling into fall, we see 2019 slowly come to an end, but the world doesn't stop turning just because we've had our fair share of growth already. Our landlord tells us that he's decided to list our rental home for sale and gives us till April to find something else and move out. And if that's not enough to bring 2019 to the ultimate end, Hobbs and I decide to sell the restaurant. This restaurant was our fourth child and shamefully said it got the most attention out of all of our kiddos. Well, 
maybe not the most attention, but has been a staple in all of our lives for the last eight years. And it took a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, not to mention an enormous amount of time and care to make it the success it's become. And just like the kids, it has become something that I am incredibly proud of, as well as something I am struggling to let go of too. This baby proves to be no different. When Hobbs and I decided to take on this venture nine years ago, everyone thought he was nuts, including myself. But he's a visionary of the two of us. And not once in the 11 years we've been together have I ever doubted his direction or his ability to see the bigger picture. Ownership changed hands December 20th, 2019. And although I'm staying on in my role within the restaurant going forward, this change as a whole brings a lot of new adventures to the horizon for us that I am more than excited to explore. So here we are week two into 2020, and I couldn't even predict what kind of possibilities are going to present themselves for us this year. I joke that 2020 is shaping up for us to be unemployed and homeless, but surprisingly, I've never been so calm about this level of uncertainty in my life. I have no idea what we are going to create this year. I don't know where we will end up living, working. I don't know what the future has in store for us. But what I do know is that I'm not afraid. If the last year has taught me anything, it's that worrying will not make my situation any better, that the universe does in fact have my back in more ways than one, and that the best way to move through life is with faith, not with fear. So bring it on, 2020, a new year, a new decade, a whole new world of possibilities. I surrender my fears, my doubts, my uncertainties to you. Show me what else is possible for us that I have never even considered. I have absolute faith that this will be the best year we have so far.